Thank you, Jesus. Only you can steal my soul. Test this morning, Jesus. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you for the grace to come into your presence. Thank you for the blessing of knowing and receiving you, Jesus. Thank you, O oh God. Father, thank you because you are I am. You are Yahweh, O oh God. You are Jehovah, O oh God. And none can compare to you. You are Jehovah Jireh. You supply all of our needs. Lord, everything creation needs, Lord, you supply. The breath in our nostrils, Lord, you give to us. Lord, the life in us, you gave to us. You gave us your only begotten Son, O God. You give us your very best, your Son, Jesus. Father, we are grateful. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are Jehovah Roy, the Lord, our shepherd, the one who watches over our souls. But for you, O God, we would have been consumed. But for you, O God, the devil would have run rampant and destroyed our souls. But we thank you because you are Jehovah Roy. You watch over us. You keep us, O God, Lord, so that the wolf will not come in. You keep us, O God, so that we are supplied, O God, with our food. Daily, daily, scripture says you load us with benefits. We are grateful, O God, because you are Jehovah El Shaddai. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, as we spend this time, this morning, short time again in your presence, Father, we ask, bless us once again, grant us wisdom and understanding, and cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone Joining into devotion this morning, I am Murphy Eyenike. All right, we continue our study of the book of Revelations. Yes, I want to say a big thank you to everyone joining in on all the platforms on Spotify, Anchor, Facebook. Maybe you get this on Twitter, um, or you just follow me on my Instagram, Murphy Eyenike. God bless you. Um, continue to pay attention to the word of God and I pray, I pray that you will not miss the rapture in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to say a big thank you to everyone who called in, who, yes, have been paying attention to that the, that my voice changed, yes, because uh, my, the recording location changed. Uh, I was on a retreat and I'm back at home now. So I'm very fine. Yeah? Nothing to fear. Hmm? Thank you. Thank you for, for the calls. Thank you for, for checking in. We continue our study, the book of Revelations. Yesterday we read about the fifth seal, the fifth trumpet, sorry, Revelations chapter 9. Um, someone asked that I explain that again. So we will read, we will take the whole of Revelations chapter 9 together this morning. Okay, I think that's, 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 that's fine. Revelations chapter 9, the fifth trumpet 
brings the fifth terror. Remember that one terror had passed, and then uh, these two other trumpets were going to bring the fifth and the sixth terror. So let's read. Verse 1 says, Then the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen to the earth from the sky, and it was given the key to the shaft of the bottom left spit. When he opened it, smoke poured out as though from a huge furnace, and the sunlight and the air and the air turned dark from smoke from the smoke. Then locusts came from the smoke and descended on the earth, and they were given power to sting like scorpions. They were told not to harm the grass or plants or trees, but only the people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. Okay, so let me be uh, a bit more elaborate today as we take um, the fifth seal. So this angel, like we have already um, agreed, all the angels, these seven angels are archangels. Okay, these angels that blows the first, the fifth trumpet, uh, we see a star, and we said that this star is different from the other star that fell on the water. That was a meteor. Okay, this star in the Bible, stars also represent angels. So this one is an angel. He said, I saw a star that had fallen, and I said, This angel is a demonic spirit, was an angel that already fell with Satan already. We agree, we spoke about that tomorrow. Okay, so he said he saw a star that had fallen, fallen to the earth from the sky, and he was given, he was then given. So the keys to the shaft of the bottomless pit is not with obviously is not with that in that demon today okay that star today if not um, they would have opened it <laughs> okay so the one with the keys you saw when jesus introduced himself as um the one with the keys okay the keys of hell and of death okay so yes so he gives this key to the shaft of the bottomless pit he gives it to the star just to use for this purpose now when he opened it he said smoke poured out uh, out as though from a huge furnace and the sunlight and air turned dark from the smoke now we can take this literally but we can also understand this as what is going to be the outcome of of the opening of of this pit okay so the way I want to see it, remember that one third of the sun already has been has been struck, and all of that from from all of the um, of the seals that have been opening and the trumpets that we have been seeing. But from this huge furnace, I'm sure you've seen the furnace before, and smoke rising up from the furnace. It means that something that is going to happen on the earth, okay, the smoke that is going to happen on uh, from this situation on the earth. You know, will will turn the air dark with smoke, and it will literally block the sunlight. Okay, it will be really bad. It says then locusts came from the smoke. Again, this is figurative writing, so I say these are demons, demonic spirits, because they will know that they are the one. Okay, locked up inside that bottomless pit somewhere. Okay, so then locusts from the smoke. Um, from the smoke 
and then lotus came from the smoke and descended on the earth and they were given power to sting like scorpions in other words they will possess yes they will possess we could take this literally or we could also take this in figurative sense literally it means that they will hurt they will hurt those who you know they will hurt they will be given power to be able to sting now their job will not focus on touching uh, the grass the plants or the trees verse 4 okay but only the people who did not have the steel so the sting can be literal but i also say that the thing this this thing can be the possession of people okay so this army this locusts these demonic spirits that go forth okay begin to possess people and you will see the reason why i say is his possession of people he says they were told not to kill them but to torture them for for five months with pain like the pain of a scorpion sting i don't know whether you have seen someone possessed before i have witnessed it i have seen it before okay uh, it can be a torment when let's say for example you're trying to you're trying to get that demonic spirit out of that out of that person okay but here we could interpret it again literally literally they sting them and they are in torment for five five whole months okay they are there written in pain or we could say that this is demonic possession and it is bringing pain pain into their lives for five months it says in those days people will seek to die they will want to die but will not find it eh? they will ask for death to come death will refuse it says they will long to die but death will flee from them this is the locusts looked like they looked like horses listen verse 7 the locusts looked like horses prepared for battle they had they had what looked like gold crowns on their heads and their faces looked like human faces they had air air like ears like women's women's air and teeth like the teeth of of lions they wore armor made of iron and their wings roared like an army of chariots rushing into battle what this verse 7 8 and 9 is describing is an army it's an army so i say again that these are demonic spirits that go in okay and they possess people and when they finish their possession after tormenting them and warping their mind and destroying all of their self-image these people will march into an army i'm telling you okay uh, it says when they go forth describes them their wings roared like an army an army of chariots rushing rushing into battle it says um so you could give um figurative interpretation that you want to give to the other um things he tells us about them they had what looked like good crowns on their head uh, a crown is like a king okay so or they feel they feel they feel powerful yes you could interpret it like that uh the demonic possession will make them feel like they they are powerful powerful like kings and they can do what what whatever they like they have human they have faces that, that look like human beings they of course they are human beings okay but now they have just been possessed by demons they have air like women's air and teeth like the teeth of a lion a lion would devour okay so these people maybe 
um, could become cannibals, okay, willing to to eat eat the flesh of human beings. If if you if you want to put that, they having air like women's air, okay, could just talk about their fish, physical description. Then it describes the armor they are putting on, the war armor made of iron, and their wings roared like an army of chariots rushing into battle. Okay, figurative interpretation, very simple. Then says they had uh, tails that stung like scorpions, and for five months they had the power to torment people. Okay, their king is the angel from the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek, Apollyon, the destroyer. The last time we had anything about this angel was in Exodus. Yes, the angel, Apollyon, I believe, was the angel that went into the nation of Egypt and killed the firstborn. But this angel will be the firstborn of the, of, of the land of Egypt. I'm sure you know that story, so I don't need to go back and reference that, okay? So, he is the angel, the angel, the destroyer, okay? So, he will comfort. Now, take note, the Bible is always very careful, okay, to not mention the names of angels, okay? And I'm thinking that might be one of the reasons why the book of Enoch is not, is not in the Bible. It's very careful while... Um, Angels in angelic names are not mentioned. In fact, only archangels are mentioned. Gabriel, Michael, Lucifer, all archangels. Every other angel you have heard about, you either hear that maybe they are strong or they are as bright as this. You know, you will never hear that name. But this angel's name is carefully mentioned. And I think that this is one of one of the fallen, fallen powerful angels. Or maybe an archangel that fell with Lucifer. But this angel is the one who will lead will lead this army. You will see them how they march forth when the sixth trumpet is is uh, the trumpet blast comes. It says the first terror is past, but look, two more terrors are coming. So we see that with this terror, with this terror will come the forming of this of this mighty army. Um, and for five months, their, their minds will be warped, will be filled with, with terrible, terrible things by, this, by these demons. Okay, to the point where these people will, 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 will be like cannibals. They can eat the flesh of human beings. They will be powerful. They will, they will be like kings. Okay, and for five months, this army is getting ready. Now, let's go on to the sixth trumpet. Now, the verse 13 says, Then the sixth angel blew his trumpet. Remember, I've always said that I want to be able to put all of this in context and in a time frame. We know that all of this is now we, the trumpets began the great tribulation. This is three and a half years into the tribulation and the devil now has broken his covenant with the nation of Israel. So he's warring, he's going to war against the, the remaining people of the world, those who have the seal of God on their foreheads, those who have given their lives to Jesus, who are holding on to their testimony and refusing. He's going to war with them, okay? So this is the remaining three and a half years, and we have been seeing as the trumpets, trumpets blasts have been coming one by one. Okay, we are going farther and farther into the into the three and a half years. Remember, I said they will come in rapid in rapid succession. Okay, just three and a half years. 
then the sixth angel, verse 13, angel blew his trumpet and I heard a voice. I heard a voice speaking from the four horns of the gold altar that stands in the presence of God. Okay? Again, I say the only voices you can hear give command from within, inside the altar of the pre- of God is that God is the one speaking, God the Father himself, the Son, Jesus himself speaking. But at this time, he is sitting, waiting until his enemies are made his footstool or the Holy Spirit. But this voice, the, the voice in the presence of God between uh, from, uh, from the four horns of the gold altar speaks. And the voice said to the sixth angel who held the trumpet. Remember, I said these are archangels, okay? So not just um, even in heaven, you have, you have order, okay? <laughs> so not just anyone could command them. That voice said to the sixth angel who held, who held the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great, the great Euphrates River. Release the four angels. So obviously they are no longer angels. When they fell, they were angels. But now they are demons. Then it says, release the four angels who are bound at the great Euphrates River. Since then the four angels who had been prepared for this hour and day and month and year were turned loose to kill one third of all the people on the earth. Eh? By their action, one over three of all the people on the earth will die. Four angels. Now, I will tell you how they will work. You see, I had the size, I had the size of their army, which was 200 million. In fact, wow, I had the size of their army, which was 200 million mounted troops. So, it tells us that four angels are prepared. They come forth from from this pit, this pit where they have been, where they have been, the, from the bottom of the Euphrates River where they have been bound. It says that when they came forth, it says he had the size of their army. So what do you think happened? These four angels will possess, will possess the heads, the heads of four countries. And um, so when he begins to describe the army that is standing, you will check there. The, you, the countries you feel he is describing. Okay? But they possess four countries. These four angels, will put, four countries will come together. Okay? And form this army. This army will be 200 million mounted troops. <laughs> so, the four angels, okay, is talking about possession of four, four countries. Four countries, maybe four divisions, but majorly four countries and i had the size of their army which was 200 million 200 million mounted troops so they will possess the heads the kings of of these four countries remember at this time we already had kings okay those 10 horns they will possess the heads of four of, of four of them and they will come together to form a an alliance a coalition and this i'm telling you is another world war. Another world war is about to happen on the earth. Whether we will have a world war three um, before this, but yes, this is going to be a world war. Seventeen. It says, and in my vision, I saw, I saw the, uh, the, I saw the horses and the riders sitting on them. So, what Daniel sees 
is the description of this army. And I say that this army eh, is telling us the nations that will comprise, that will fight in this battle. It says the rider wore armor. They were fiery red. Hmm? Which country immediately comes to mind? Was fiery red and dark blue and yellow. Red, dark blue and yellow. Okay? So, there are many who says fiery red, China. Okay? Um, combination of red and blue. Mm, the US, maybe. Okay? Yellow. Okay? You are putting, you are putting Syria and Turkey into there. It says the horses head. Let's go on. The horses had heads like lions. You know, lion stands for the Babylonian kingdom. Okay, so the Babylonian kingdom, China is a dragon. He says, yes, the horse had heads like lion and fire and smoke and burning sulfur billowed from their mouths. Fire, smoke and burning sulfur. Okay, so sulfur here, interpretation. The weapon that was going to be used will cause fire will cause smoke and will cause burning sulfur okay so in my mind i say that this is a nuclear bomb okay so sulfur was the best description to describe what was foul okay in smell during that that time we know that there are worse things okay used for for different nuclear bombs and atomic bombs today so in this war eh, an atomic or a nuclear bomb is going to be used and when it happened, listen, one third, one third, verse 18 says, one third of the people on earth were killed. They were killed by these three plagues, by the fire, the smoke, and the burning sulfur. It tells you that this is nuclear bomb. Because, you know, when the nuclear bomb usually happens, it is not just the blast that kills people. The fallout from the blast, the radiation from the blacks is the smoke is describing the smoke and the burning sulfur when you have a fire burning somewhere you know the breeze will begin to take the smoke out okay so it is the fallout of this nuclear bath that he's talking about he says that one third one third of the people on earth will die from these three plagues from this nuclear bomb that was going to that was going to take place on the earth since that came from the mouth of these horses it says their power was in their mouth and in their tail, okay? If their power is in their mouth, it's just well, their power is in their tongue. What was going to cause this war? You will see sharp disagreements, eh? Sharp disagreements. Nations will just be wagging tongues, wagging and shouting at each other. They will not become, be able to come into agreement. And from the words that they were going, that were going to be exchanged, a nuclear war, a world war will take place and nuclear bombs will be used. Their power was in their mouth and in their tails. For their tails had heads like, like snakes. Snakes that can sting. Okay? Uh, with the power to injure people. Hmm. Since but the people who did not die in this plague still refused to repent of their evil deeds and turn to God. You will ask yourself, for God's sake. So, this is one of the reasons why I have done this study again and again. And I'm hoping that, look, this study will always be on the internet, available there. Because the people of this time will refuse to repent. Not because they are not unable to repent. Remember that those who have been sealed, 
okay, um, will not be touched by majority of these things. So they are going through, they are going through all of this, all of this plague and the trumpet blast. And the people will be really angry and be thinking that God is just punishing them. And then they will be persecuted, persecuting Christians even more because it felt as if they were separate from all, all of the sufferings. Just like Egypt wanted to persecute the nation of Israel because it seemed, it seemed like God was separating them from all the plagues that were happening in Egypt. The same thing is going to happen here. The people will refuse. They will refuse to repent. So that is why I leave some of these things on the internet. Because some people will need to hear it and know that these things were predicted. They were, they were set in time. It was only a matter of time. They will come to pass. And when you hear this at that time, I pray that you will be able to bring it into your heart and repent of your evil deeds and turn to God. God does not hate the world. God does not want the world to perish. Yes, all of what has been happening since the seas began to broke looks like God's judgment. But I'm telling you, it is God's just and righteous judgment. However, he has given you Jesus. He has given you Jesus. And you can accept Jesus today and escape, escape all of this. Hallelujah. He says they refused to repent of their evil deeds and turn to God. They continued to worship demons and idols made of gold silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols can, that can neither see nor hear or walk, and they did not repent of their murders, or their witchcraft, or their sexual immorality, or their thefts. People will continue in their own ways, set in their own ways, ah, with all of that was going on. Of course, those who, who missed the rapture, Christians that missed the rapture, <laughs> you know already, you are in for it. If God has kept you through this time, God has been protecting you, you have survived the, all of the tribulation, and then the great tribulation has started, you are still alive up to this time, please continue to worship God. Continue to hold on to your faith. Do not give up. Be able to say, if you make it to the final, the final time when Jesus comes back, be able to say, Ah, Lord, thank you that I made it. So that God can say to you, well done, thou faithful servant. But if you missed it and your life has to go for it, please, I pray that God will give you the strength, the strength to hold on in the face of death, in the face of plague, in the face of torment, of, of hunger. I pray that you will be able to hold on to your faith in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, so we are not death there. We are still in this time. And so we can still do something, okay? God has prepared an ark for us. You see, like in the days of Noah, God was preparing an ark for the whole world. But even then, the people of the world refused. Again, there is an ark being prepared. Or there is an ark already prepared for the people of the world. The doors of the ark have been thrown open. Come in, come into the ark of Jesus. But in Noah's days, the people rejected. They were disconned. What is, what is that Jesus about? Why should we bother about him? No, we are fine just the way we are. I am a good person at least. I do good. I, I do good things. All of that will not be enough. 
only one sacrifice is sufficient. The sacrifice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. Only one sacrifice is sufficient to atone for the sin of man of mankind. Our good deeds are not good enough. The Bible says our good deeds are literally like filthy rags before God. And so it is time to turn to Jesus. Maybe you are listening in this morning. You already have a relationship with Jesus. You have given your life to Christ. But you are not taking <laughs> your work with him seriously. The trumpet blast will sound very soon. The rapture will happen. Everything starts with the rapture. Everything. But you see, the start, eh? It's when, when runners are about to run, eh? The, um, the, the referee or the umpire says, on your marks. And then everybody is waiting, waiting, waiting. Get set. And then you hear the, Pah! and then everybody runs. Some people will, you know, you used to see them now. They will do four starts and then they will be disqualified. You will not be disqualified in Jesus' name. The rapture eh, is that, are you here? But the problem is none of us know. None of us know exactly when it will happen. You see? And that is why we have to live ready. Live. I'm not saying that you should live. You must be perfect. You should be perfect. God wants us to be perfect. But I'm not saying that, okay, in walking with Jesus, um, it's still in the fallen world. But have a relationship with Jesus and walk with him every day in this world. Whether you fall, whether you rise, walk with Jesus. Hold on to him with all of your heart. And I pray that God will bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. My prayer always is that you will not miss the rapture. I will not miss the rapture in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray again this morning. As we read through the book of Revelations, our prayer always is, Lord, help us to prepare. Hmm? Help us not to miss you. Help us not to miss the day of rapture. See, if you miss that day, hey, the pain in your heart, because you know, you know what is coming. Yes, the seals will begin to break. The seals will begin to break. As the rapture happens, the whole world, the world cannot miss that day. I'm telling you, nobody can miss that day. Eh? When millions, I don't know whether millions or billions, up to a billion, when millions or millions of people just disappear from the old earth, no one can miss that day. You will see on social media people putting their pictures of their loved ones that just disappeared. If you are a Christian, you will know that you know where they went to. Uh -huh. they, they have gone from this earth. They have escaped from what is coming. Live for God. Live for God. And the Lord will bless you this morning. Help us to pray. Lord, help me. Help me to live prepared for you. Help me to live every day in fellowship with you. Will you lift, make that your prayer this morning? Father, we say thank you. Lord, help us to live prepared. Help us to live in your presence. Lord, in the reality of all that is coming, like the five wives' virgin. Help us to be wise this morning, to have oil in our lamps, to have our relationship with, relationship with you intact in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us not to be distracted in the name of Jesus. Help us to keep our focus on you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray this morning 
Lord, we will not miss you. In the name of Jesus, I pray this morning we will not be distracted. In the name of Jesus, when the trumpet blast will sound, that first trumpet announcing the rapture, all of us will go. In the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.